We are the Pop Grillers, and this is the show where we drop a spoiler-free review of anything from pop culture in less time than it takes to listen to a song. I missed the initial run of Discovery Season 4 upon its release after the last-minute pull from Netflix. Now I've caught up, courtesy of its new home on Paramount+, Plus, I am surprised to see how the season scores so low. It's flawed, of that there is no doubt, and yet I continue to find the adventures of the USS Disco, now entrenched in the 32nd century, a bold new take on the familiar Trek format. The best thing about the show continues to be an ensemble cast that makes up the bridge and engineering crew. Their roles have grown and developed and altered across four seasons, through change in leadership and star date. But what hasn't is their unwavering loyalty to one another, and their prime directive to do what's necessary when the time calls for it. I love this crew. Doug Jones' Saru, Anthony Rapp's Stamets, Emily Coote's Detmer, Oyin Eladio's Owashikan, try saying that three times fast, and, especially, Wilson Cruz's Colbert. Book was a charismatic addition to the show in season 3, but this season's arc forces him to suppress his natural charm for large swathes in favour of repression and oppression. His star quality does still shine through, and if David Ajala's name isn't in the frame to be the next James Bond, then the 007 producers are missing a trick. Captain of the ship and the show is Seneca Martin-Green, a vastly underrated actress that is able to emote a lot by doing very little, and convince us the kind of speechifying leader you would follow where no one has gone before. Her arc across four seasons has been something special within all of Trek, and I'm all in to see where it goes next. It's a real shame so many viewers have turned away from the show, as it contains many moments I would consider pure Trek, reducing me to a watery-eyed mess every time someone on the crew steps forward to support one another and Roddenberry's vision of intergalactic cooperation among the stars for the betterment of all. As with previous Discovery seasons, early episodes are a little adventure of the week and uneven, before the narrative throughline kicks into warp speed. Episode 4, All Is Possible, aka Starfleet the New Class, is a bit silly when focused on Tilly and the trainees, but Burnham solving the divide between the Navarre and the Federation using her smarts and experience it's the sort of Star Trek moment that manages to choke me up without fail. There's too many of these this season to mention. In fact, I'm not sure who teared up more, me or Michael Burnham. The last five interconnected episodes are each independently excellent and coalesce into a compelling whole, resulting in what I believe is arguably the finest season of the series yet. So if you've abandoned the show, I recommend you get back into it. Let's fly. Make sure you subscribe, because you never know when the pop grillers will strike next.